The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you really know the connection between your teeth and the rest of your health? Did you know that problems in your body can affect your teeth and vice versa? If you have silver fillings, what could they be doing to present a toxic environment to your system? Welcome to the Tooth Body Connection with Dr. Don Ewing. In this program, you'll learn about precautions and safe practices in order to keep your teeth and the rest of your body at safe and healthy levels of life. Now, here is Dr. Don Ewing. Hello, my name is Dr. Don Ewing. I'm the Executive Director of the International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine. I started off in dentistry many years ago, only to get out of the field of dentistry and more into medicine to find out that a lot of people's health problems were actually stemming from something in their mouth. So it drove me back into the dental arena. There's a group of individuals that completely understands this philosophy that what's going on in your mouth could impact your health and that your health could impact the state of your teeth. So when we look at things like periodontal disease or decay rates, root canals, all kinds of things that can affect your health and vice versa. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that a lot of biological dentist offices use in their practice, and that's on ozone. We get lots of questions looking for an office that uses ozone in their practice, and so we're going to kind of go over just some basics of it. You know, when we're talking about ozone, it's a a three molecules of oxygen atoms, and it's really pretty reactive, and it's unstable, so when you're making medical-grade ozone, it needs to be made on the premise if you're going to be using it in water Um, or something that won't hold its stability like an oil would, and and we'll go over that. It has a lot of oxidative properties. It has a real unique smell. You know, for me, I think that the ozone smells the closest to Clorox, but a lot of people define it as a, a clean smell. If you're outside and you smell a rainstorm coming, that's the ozone that you smell. It also has a lot of antimicrobial properties. So, you know, ozone's been around for a long time. When we look at the discovery of ozone, in in about 1840, a Chobin, uh, his name was Chobin, named the substance because of its odor. And it came from the word ozine, which is a Greek word that means to smell. And, of course, like we said, if you've smelled that very distinctive smell from a waterfall or from a thunderstorm where you can you know that a storm is coming because of that unique smell that's the ozone you know ozone was used in the first world war to treat gunshot and trauma wounds it was also used for trench foot and gangrene and for the effects of some of the poison gases it was about 1950 where an albert wolf of berlin also used ozone to treat colon cancer and cervical cancers and different types of ulcers And then it was along about 1920 that another doctor that was the president of the Chicago Hospital uh, College of Medicine published 
the electrotherapeutic practice entitled ozone as a therapeutic agent. So, you know, we're talking about a, a long time ago, a hundred years ago, that we're looking at the use of ozone and it's not something that is used in every dental office yet. In 1932, a Dr. Fish was the first dentist to use it in a dental office. And then in the 1950s, ozone was used off and on to treat different types of of cancers. You know, it's used in the environment, even in hotel industries, for the removal of certain smells, for air purifying. It's real good for getting rid of fish smells and for cigarette smoke. So a lot of hotels will go in and use ozone after uh, someone's been in a room and they, they smoked. It was used for room sterilization to get rid of Legionnaire's disease. It's been used in water sterilization in the ice industry, and it's used for hand washing for cross-infection control. It's used in food preparation. I mean, we just don't realize how many places ozone is used. It can be used to sterilize air conditioners. It can be used to reduce airborne infections and disinfect water supplies. So even in a dental office, and I remember years ago when we were looking at some, um, I think it was a 20, 20, 60 minutes or a 2020 report where they talked about the dental offices and how the water gets stagnant in the lines and sits over time and, and slime builds up in the tubes and actually it's dirtier than the toilet bowl water in a dental office. And so that encouraged a lot of dental offices to go in and use a different type of a water system. And so now in a lot of offices, ozonated water is used so that it doesn't build up that slime. It's the same kind of slime that builds up even in a fish tank where you get that biofilm that's on the tubes. Well, that builds up inside the tubes, but not if you use ozone. So it's a good way to keep things nice and clean. You know, it's even used in agricultural uses for control of different virus, fungus, bacterial infestations, for water irrigation systems. Sometimes it's sprayed on plants. Uh, It's used for animals to reduce infections and for surface sterilization and certainly wound management and even in the farming of fish. So when we look at ozone, we'd, we'd like to know how it's measured. And it's, it's measured in something called a gamma. So when you are making ozone, they'll ask how many gammas it is. And that depends on what the concentration of oxygen is to the actual generator that's being uh, used. And you can use a dial. You know, it's really common in Europe and ozone has been used for at least the last 50 years by many more physicians than use it here in the United States. Here in the United States, it's really only taught privately. There are a couple of places I know. I went to Dallas and took a course. Uh, Frank Schallenberger is an MD that's really instrumental in teaching physicians about how to use ozone. And we're talking about injecting ozone into joints uh, in dentistry. That can be done for a TMJ joint, which is that joint right by your ear. If you put both your pinkies in your ear and you opened your jaw up and down, then you would be able to feel that TMJ joint. Sometimes arthritis or different degenerative diseases occur, and so a dentist might inject actually into the joint. That's not the most common use in dentistry. Uh, Dr. Phil Malika and Bob Harris 
teach a course. Build Dome teaches a course. So there are really those three major avenues for a dentist that's interested in getting into ozone therapy in his office. It would be one of those three places where he would get his training. So you might ask where the person got trained. When we're looking at how ozone is actually made, um, it, it's made in the atmosphere naturally. So now we're, we're talking about different ways that it can just be occurring naturally. And I know this is really confusing because a lot of people hear that ozone is a bad thing. You hear about an ozone alert. So I'm going to try to dispel and that confusion. In ozone, uh, in nature, ozone is created at the edge of space when ultraviolet radiation that comes from the sun makes contact with the oxygen that's in our atmosphere. The energy from the UV gets imparted into the oxygen and turns some of the oxygen, which is O2, into ozone, which is O3. Remember, I said it's three molecules of oxygen. The layer of oxygen that's created is now referred to as the ozone layer. And so we talk about, you know, what would happen if we didn't have an ozone layer because that helps protect us from the UV rays coming off of the sun. If it weren't for the ozone layer, life on this planet wouldn't exist as we know it. So we talked about uh, different spray cans and things that put holes in that ozone layer. So we want to protect our ozone layer. When we're looking at ground level, ozone can be created in a couple of different ways. It can be created, again, from the UV light from the sun, which interacts with the water spray, and it creates the foam in waves in the ocean. It's also created by waterfalls, which is why when you stand by a waterfall, you smell that unique, clean smell of the air. Um, Same thing at at the ocean. It's the ozone that you're smelling, and that's what creates that unusual, for me, chlorine-type smell. Ozone can also be created by thunderstorms, which is what we talked about earlier. It's the lightning that you see that discharges the energy that's been building up near a thundercloud. And when that lightning bolt contacts the air, some of the oxygen, again, O2, in the air is automatically turned into O3, and you get that fresh, clean smell. So here's where the confusion is. On the Weather Channel, or if you're watching the news and the weatherman comes on and says, there's a smog alert. You know, we've got an ozone advisory. That gives you the impression right away that ozone's a bad thing. Well, what happens is the ozone actually attracts to the things that are considered toxins. And those toxic gases and particles are absorbed by the ozone. And we don't have a way to measure all the different uh, types of toxins that are in there. So years ago, they came up with a way when they realized, oh my gosh, with all these toxic materials, there's ozone in here. So when the ozone alert comes out, you know that there's a lot of smog or air pollution. It's not the ozone that is so dangerous. It's the fact that the ozone is attached to everything else. So I want to give you some peace of mind if you're going to a dental office and they're talking about using ozone therapy on you. They're not trying to kill you. They're trying to kill some bacteria (laughs) or a virus or something that's, that's on there. But when you're talking about making ozone medically, you need to ensure that that ozone is not being attached to different toxins. So here's where the real, you know, interesting fact comes in. You can buy an ozone generator online. I mean, I 
purchased them before, where you can generate ozone out of atmospheric air. Is that medical-grade ozone? No. So if your air has nitrogen in it, which it does, then it's going to create a bad form of ozone. It is not medical-grade. So I really, really want to stress that somebody who's using medical-grade ozone, completely different than using a home uh, ozone generator, that you you really need to be cautious about. We're talking about using an oxygen cylinder with 100% clean oxygen and converting that into medical-grade ozone, which is three atoms of oxygen together used uh, for all kinds of purposes. We're going to talk about those purposes in just a minute. We're going to come back from a short break, and we'll get into uh, different uses of the ozone. If you're looking for a dentist that uses ozone therapy, then I would encourage you to go to our website, which is www.iabdm.org, and call their office and see if they're one of the many offices that use ozone therapy, and you might be pleasantly surprised. We will be right back. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The largest syndicated alternative health talk program has come to the Voice America Network. The Dr. Bob Martin Show is the program that will answer your health questions and help you to heal your own body of many different ailments. Each week, you'll hear the answers that Dr. Bob gives to his callers that help them to be their own doctor most of the time. We'll also discuss developments on the health care front and what you need to do to keep your body in top form. The Dr. Bob Martin Show airs Wednesday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to the Tooth Body Connection. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5792. Again, that's 1 866 472-5792. You may also send an email to Dr. Don at drdon.net. That's drdon at drdon.net. Now, back to the Tooth Body Connection. I'm Dr. Don Ewing. I'm the Executive Director of the International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine. Today, we're talking about ozone in, in dental offices. You know, ozone can be used in medical offices as well. And I just want to touch on a few of the different ways that ozone can be used, and then we'll go into more detail on uh, some of those specifics. Some of them that I'm going to cover aren't used in a dental office, like this first one is a rectal insufflation. So it's a real easy way to get ozone into the body. You just basically make ozone and you put it in a, a special plastic bag because ozone will just eat right through like a, a latex glove. If you put ozone near it, it just dissolves the glove. So it has to be a special kind of non-latex that you put it in, it could be something that the doctor even sends you home with, and you just insert a tube and squeeze the bag, and it's absorbed directly. 
Then there's topical ozone, and that's great for open wounds. And then there's a major autohemotherapy, which is where this is usually done in a physician's office. They'll actually remove blood, ozonate it, and then return it to the patient. A minor autohemotherapy, they would remove a smaller amount of blood, like maybe 5 or or 10 cc's of blood, ozonate it, and inject it into a muscle. You could have an ozone sauna. You could bag a limb, which is a great way if you have a large wound like a diabetic might have on a foot uh, or somebody who has injured uh, an arm or something and has a large wound. Then you put a special bag again. It's got a special plastic that won't you know, eat through it. And, um, and then you pump the ozone into that and kind of tie it off so that the tissue is just being surrounded by ozone itself. You could use ozone directly in the ears. And I know now this is used in dental offices to try to treat some of like periodontal or trying to get some ozone into the individual. And you use what looks like a stethoscope. And there's a connector that's at the part where the bell would be, where the doctor listens to your heart or listens to your lungs. That comes off. And the ozone connection is made and so the ozone actually goes in through the ear pieces and is exchanged through the eardrums then there's direct iv in injection of ozone and then sometimes we use ozone in water or in oils and we'll we will go over some of those in more detail so a question that i often hear is can i be allergic to ozone well i've i've not seen anybody allergic to ozone i mean it's an energized form of oxygen, and I've never really seen anybody allergic to oxygen. That would be unique, so I'm going to say that the answer is no. Um, When we look at uses for ozone, I know that when we're comparing it to chlorine, it's 150 times more powerful as far as using it for a sterilizing agent than chlorine is. It's about 3,500 uh, 3, times faster acting in bactericidal action. So it means that it kills things a lot faster. So it's, not only is it more powerful, but it does it at a faster pace. It's safer and less reactant by creating byproduct materials. And it's healthier and less toxic than chlorine. So I know that even some pool companies now offer... Um, ozonated water where they come in and reozonate your water in order to keep the bacteria count down in a swimming pool. When we're looking at generating that gas, the two things that I think I stressed in the first segment, I want to make sure that I, I stress it again, medical grade oxygen has to be used in order to not have any noxious byproducts. So, again, when we were talking about the ozone in the atmosphere and the reason that it, it creates such a buzz is because it's got all these things attached to it. When we have medical-grade ozone, it's just the ozone. It doesn't have those nitrogen compounds in it. And so when you're talking about, you know, your, just your atmospheric air, your ambient air, it has 78% nitrogen which creates harmful oxides when you ozonate it. So I'm going to, again, discourage you from going online and getting something like an ozone generator that could be used in your home. It comes with all kinds of warnings about, you know, don't, you know, make sure you open a window. Well, if you're trying to ozonate your home, 
then you're probably going to have your windows closed. There is another way to use um, the ozone, and that is in water form. So if we're going to ozonate water and we're going to use it in a dental setting, we might lavage a surgery site. So we're going to wash out a surgery site using some ozonated water. If we're going to send a patient home with some ozonated water, remember I told you it has to be made on the premise because it's not very stable. It doesn't stay at that same good strength for very long. So then we freeze it. So then send the patient home with a Ziploc bag of these ozonated ice cubes, which just a side note, they are great for removing stains out of carpets. (laughs) I don't know what it is about taking the ozone ice cubes and making a stain go away, but I've used it many times and it works really good. Um, The ozone itself is good about killing bacteria, fungus, viruses, and even the smaller prions, which are the smallest things that are known right now, um, the ozone breaks down the polysaccharides in their cell wall and disrupts their ability to duplicate. And basically what it's doing is making the cell explode. So that's a good thing. Remember we talked about the rubber gloves. It's similar to what happens to a rubber glove. So it it creates this little hole in the cell wall, and then the cytoplasm or the guts of the cell just kind of leak out, and it's not able to reproduce correctly. You know, ozone, when we compare it to antibiotics, most antibiotics have specificity, which means that they are great for certain bacteria strains, and they're not good for other bacteria strains. So let's just use a common example of someone goes to the doctor, they have a sore throat, the doctor doesn't do a culture, he gives them an antibiotic, they come back 10 days later, they still have a sore throat, he gives them a different antibiotic. If they'd done a culture, they would know which antibiotic would be effective against whatever it is they're trying to fight off, but they take a their best guess, and then if it doesn't seem to work, then they go for something that would be effective against different strains of bacteria. Ozone shows a more generalized bactericidal effect against all bacteria strains. So I don't know why it's not used in more traditional medicine because not only would it be less expensive than having to use a prescription, you could go in and you could get an ozone therapy treatment and it would kill off a broader uh, spectrum of bacteria and nail virus as well. So it it doesn't make any sense to me. But as far as ozone in dentistry goes, we can use it in restorative work. We can use it in oral surgery. There are periodontal uses for it for people who have periodontal disease. It can be used in endodontic therapy, which is root canal treatment. It can be used for kids. It's used in implantology. It boosts bleaching. So if we're doing whitening and we use the ozone, it will create a whiter tooth and it's great for desensitizing a tooth. If you've ever had a tooth that's super sensitive, then the ozone will take care of it in probably less than four or five seconds. It's amazing. It's also good for a cold sore or a herpetic lesion. Use the ozone right in that area and take away the pain. And of course, it's killing virus. So it's going to help reduce that area. When we're using it in the um, 
dental arena, a, a really good way to use it is to use the ozone directly over an area of decay. You'll find that it will turn from a dark color to a white color, and some dentists are now convinced that these that the decay is due to these microfractures in the tooth. And so that's where ozone would be really good treatment and then put the filling on top of that. The soft tissue control, it's really good. I know as uh, in hygiene, what they'll use is they connect the tubing, and again, it's special tubing so it doesn't melt a hole in it, up to the ozone generator and then put a very small probe on the end. This probe looks like a needle to the patient, but trust me, it's a blunt end, very tiny metal tube that is then inserted between the tooth and the gum tissue and you slide it along the tooth. So you're as if you had a toothpick and you were kind of cleaning right at the gum line. Well, this little metal tip just barely goes under the gum. And as you insert it, because there's a lot of saliva there, you start to see a little bubbling action, which just lets you know that there's ozone coming through the end of the tip. And that action of inserting the ozone at the gum line kills, well, I mean, it's amazing as far as what it'll do. I know in our office, we had a, a course that we put on And we had a patient come in, and we took a slide. So we took some of the bacteria that was right at the gum line, and we put it on a slide and looked at it under the microscope, and then we ozonated this individual. I mean, we're talking about it taking less than probably three minutes to ozonate the entire mouth. And then we went back and took slides, and the bacteria was was gone. I mean, you had plaque, but you had effectively killed all the bacteria that was there. You saw some dead bacteria that was still on the slide, but it wasn't mobilizing at all. It wasn't moving. So it's really effective. Okay, we're going to take another short break here. And again, we've been talking about ozone today. And if you're looking for a dentist that would have a higher chance of doing ozone therapy on you, then I'm going to encourage you to go to our website, www.iabdm.org. If you can't find a dentist in your area, feel free to email us. You can email me, Dr. Dawn at drdawn.net. That's D-R-D-A-W-N at D-R-D-A-W-N dot net. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. The largest syndicated alternative health talk program has come to the Voice America Network. The Dr. Bob Martin Show is the program that will answer your health questions and help you to heal your own body of many different ailments. Each week, you'll hear the answers that Dr. Bob gives to his callers that help them to be their own doctor most of the time. We'll also discuss developments on the health care front and what you need to do to keep your body in top form. The Dr. Bob Martin Show airs Wednesday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. 
Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to the Tooth Body Connection. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Dr. Don at drdon.net. That's drdon at drdon.net. Now, back to the Tooth Body Connection. I'm Dr. Dawn Ewing. Today's show is on ozone as it's used in dentistry. And I understand that uh, from Toby here, my trusty sidekick, Howdy. that we have had uh, an, a question. Yep, actually several. Um, trying to boil these down off the internet uh, through drdawn.net, D-R-D-A-W-N.net is the website. Um, Dr. Dawn at drdawn.net is the email address. People are really interested in you struck a nerve, so to speak, or a vein mm-hmm. when you talked about direct injection. Now, are you talking about now what I'm envisioning is ozone is a gas, right? So we're not drawing a liquid into the syringe to be injected, are we? We're actually just drawing the gas itself. True. And you are injecting it in a vein. Uh, well, in a joint. Follow us on Twitter. Yes. At Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on therapy. 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 Get the l
for something like that at all, or is it just for wound care? Um, are you talking about the ozone injections? Because the ozone injections would be great for that. Yeah, but that hurts. <laughs> the ozone <laughs> injection into that joint You've will, done that on me before. will help uh, the cytokine production. It helps in Im- immune modulation. It helps re- regenerate joints. So when I talked about earlier TMJ joint and that a dentist might inject into the joint, certainly a physician that is an orthopedic um, or deals with joints like a knee, that would be awesome to use. And I, I, I listened to when I went to the Frank Schallenberg course that I attended in Dallas, uh, I was listening to a gentleman who was avoiding hip replacements by giving injections of ozone into the hips. I mean, to me, that's amazing. Hip surgery is done oftentimes, and when you're in that much pain, you're willing to do almost anything. So if you could avoid having to have a titanium hip replaced, I I think that would be great. So the cream is not indicated or the oil is not indicated, but an ozone injection would be. Right, in that particular case, So to allay the fears of people listening, what size needle would you use? Oh, well, (laughs) into, you're talking about for a TMJ joint? Um, oh, or into a knee. I mean, any, any joint you, you say can be used. Yeah, in any I'm joint not in really body. sure what gauge needle they're going to use. It's going to be a really small gauge needle, just large enough to get the gas in, and so they they shouldn't have that kind of fear. <laughs> yeah, but well, when I talk aren't about guys the, good at getting gas in other ways and gas out. <laughs> the you know when you talk about topical application, of course, even in a dental office when they're ozonating the water, they can run that ozonated water through their ultrasonic scalers, and you know spraying the water through that tip can help because that ultrasonic scaler is going subgingively or just below the gum line, so you get that ozonated water lavage into um, the socket, which will help kill off a lot of the different bacteria that are in there. So when, when you talked about the, the oils, and I do want to touch a little bit more on that, um, you know, you, you get a bigger boost of the ozone from the different oils. And some of the oils are actually better about holding more of the ozone than others. So I'm, I'm going to say, you know, there's actually a chart that rates them. And I think flax is at the top of how much ozone it can uh, attach to. And this is, this is not an easy process. This isn't something that when you're talking about buying these ozonated oils, which you can buy online, uh, it's not something that's done in a matter of a couple of minutes and then it's ozone out. This is something that is quite a process. When you open the jar, it reeks of ozone. It, it smells really strong. I usually encourage patients to keep it in the refrigerator just to keep the shelf life a little longer. Um, but when you take it out, it's going to be kind of solid because if you imagine butter, okay, you put butter in the refrigerator and it's going to be harder to work with than if it had been sitting out at room temperature. And so these are the same way. When you take it out, it's a little firm. And as it warms either in your mouth or in between your fingers, it turns into, well, if you're using the ozone oil in your mouth around the gum line, it's going to be chunky like a little piece of butter would be. And then as the warmth of your body tissue creates you know, it melting, then it's going to start to slide all over the place, which is the same thing on a, on a wound. But I do believe that flax is at the top of the list, then it goes down to hemp and then to primrose and safflower. And at the very bottom, we're looking at avocado. Um, and so they're, 
you know, uh, I, I don't know where you get avocado oil that's been ozonated, but. But they're all specialty oils. Yeah. We're not talking about a typical olive oil, well, canola oil, vegetable oil, no, anything no, like that. No, no, no. You will find olive oil that's been ozonated. I, I use one on my skin that I adore. But, you know, it's really good in a mouth if you have somebody who has um, a sore from a partial or a denture. That would be a great thing to use it on. Or sometimes people will get cracks right on the edge of their mouth where they get an angular uh, chelitis. That would be good to use there. After an extraction, it might be used uh, periodontal. It should always be involved in a perio. You know, that should be something that the patient goes home with because that ozone treatment that they have in the office isn't going to last for forever unless they're going to come back in and get ozonated and ozonated and ozonated. Um, Explain what periodontal is again. Okay, the the periodontal, when you are... When you're given your teeth and they come in, they're secured to the bone. And you have the gum tissue that comes around the neck of the tooth. That gum tissue in the relation to a tooth is very similar to what happens with your cuticle and your fingernail. There really isn't a gap in between your cuticle. And so the way the gum tissue is supposed to be is nice and tight to to the tooth. In periodontal disease through bacteria or through bruxing where the person grinds or chews or from a bad bite and the tooth has been rocked back and forth in the socket, the tissue that holds the gum to the tooth and the tooth to the bone starts to deteriorate. And so now you have a void between the gum tissue and the tooth. And we call that a periodontal pocket. And that pocket can get food in it. It gets bacteria in it. People don't keep them clean, so they end up with tartar in there. And that creates an irritant to the gum tissue, and they end up with an infection and with this bone loss. And so oftentimes a person will go through periodontal surgery to reduce the pocket depth. So, again, if we're getting it back to your uh, fingernail and your cuticle, it would be like trimming your cuticles. But in the mouth, usually it's a pretty big ordeal trimming that gum tissue down. So now we're looking at other alternatives that will help keep the pocket clean, keep the bacteria count down, and we're even looking at alternatives to try to regenerate tissue so that the gum reattaches to the tooth. So there's lots of cool things on the forefront, but right now periodontal surgery seems to be in about 80% of adults where they it's that big of an issue. Um, you know, you can also use the ozone when, and I know I'm not a big fan of root canals, but if you're going to have a tooth and you're going to have it root canaled, then using the ozone, because ozone is a gas, can permeate through more of those little tubules to help kill the bacteria. It's not My issue is that there's still dead flesh in the inside of the tooth, and there isn't a way to clean out that dead flesh. But if you were going to have a root canal tooth retreated, then I would encourage you to see someone who at the very least uses ozone so that they can use some ozone gas down. So they'll draw ozone out into a syringe, use a very fine blunt needle that will go into the inside of the tooth, which has already been hollowed out because the root canal therapy was done. And then they push down on the syringe and that will release the ozone gas. And then it goes into the inside of that tooth to try to kill more of the bacteria than we've ever been able to clean out before so it, you know if you're going to have a, a root canal tooth retreated at least consider doing that 
You know, we are going to take another short break and we've been talking about ozone today. And I know that, you know, you guys are looking for dentists that know all of these cool therapies. I'm going to encourage you to go to the website. It's www.iabdm.org. That's International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine. And if you can't find a dentist, then you want to email us so that we can help you out. And another question, real quick, when you talk about, you mentioned a blunt needle, but really, could it also be called a cannula? Yes. Because people, when they think of cannulas, they think of that plastic cannula that goes into a vein when they start an IV. So what I hear you saying is that if you see your dentist coming at you with what looks like a needle, it's probably just a blunt cannula, and then on the side of that is a little bitty hole which would expel the air or the ozone or whatever is going to come out of that. So don't be freaked out about the fact that it looks like they're coming at you with a sharp needle. Right. Okie doke. Hey, we'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. The largest syndicated alternative health talk program has come to the Voice America Network. The Dr. Bob Martin Show is the program that will answer your health questions and help you to heal your own body of many different ailments. Each week, you'll hear the answers that Dr. Bob gives to his callers that help them to be their own doctor most of the time. We'll also discuss developments on the health care front and what you need to do to keep your body in top form. The Dr. Bob Martin Show airs Wednesday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to the Tooth Body Connection. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Dr. Don at drdon.net. That's drdon at drdon.net. Now, back to the Tooth Body Connection. I'm Dr. Dawn Ewing. I'm the Executive Director of the International Academy of Biological Dentistry and Medicine. Today, we've been talking about ozone and its different uses. So I want to go through a couple of the other uses for ozone. You know, when we talked about uh, using it on an area where there's some decay, when you use ozone and you're over an area where there's decay, there was a three-month study done that showed that 
in about five seconds, you've managed to kill about 90% of the bacteria. In 10 seconds, you've managed to kill about 99% of the bacteria. And after five minutes, there's 100% kill. So, And we're talking about it going into the tubules about two to four millimeters. So it's important that when a tooth has decay, the dentist remove the decay, but if they could use some ozone, that means that they might be able to kill some bacteria that could still be there under the filling. So when we talk about using ozone, there's lots of ways that they uh, can be more preventative. Maybe even in some small areas, use ozone, and if it's just a ditched out area, then maybe not have to do a filling at all, depending on you know, where that particular area is. When we're talking about using it in the mouth, like I was talking about earlier, whether you're using a cannula and you're going along the gum line and using the ozone gas or whether you're using an ultrasonic cleaner and you're using the ozonated water, it helps reduce the uh, biofilm. And that was that slime that we were talking about earlier that attaches to your tubing in a fish tank very easily. And that happens below the gum line. So that's why I said it's so important that the patient go home with some kind of an ozone therapy to use at home, whether it's the ice cubes or whether it's some kind of ozonated uh, oil, which would be, I think, the preference. Um, because the biofilm is such a large factor in periodontal disease, this kind of helps break up that biofilm and then helps control inflammation and we can directly measure that even by looking at a CRP in blood because we know now that periodontal disease is implicated in everything from a heart infection, a heart attack, a stroke, skin infections, eye infections, lung, blood, bone, autoimmune diseases. I mean, it used to be that we thought periodontal disease was just an isolated, oh, it's just in your mouth. But now we're finding out that there are systemic problems that are related with this periodontal disease. And now we're finding bacteria that we thought was only in the mouth. We're finding it in rheumatoid arthritic knees. We're finding it in hearts. So that's why it's become more uh, common for a dentist to really fuss at a patient and say, the fact that you have periodontal disease is truly going to affect your health more than what you think. You know, there are about 455 different bacteria that can cause decay. So if we could keep that bacteria in check by using ozonated rinses, then you know maybe we would reduce a lot of our decay rate. So it's not just going in and cleaning off the bacteria in someone's mouth. It's actually reducing the bacteria as well and, and those biofilms. There are some other things that can help with the biofilms, and we've talked about one of these on another one of our shows, which was the xylitol. I know Dr. Meisner came on as a guest and went over some of the benefits of using the xylitol. There are some rinses that use chlorine dioxide. Um, one of them is called Closis, and you can get it at I think at a Walgreens, if I'm not mistaken, uh, even using hydrogen peroxide, but you don't, wouldn't want to use it, the hydrogen peroxide straight. You'd go ahead and dilute that. There are some other good things like uh, I know there's a company called Zymogen that makes an oral probiotic that is really tasty, and it's got specific bacteria in there that are good about helping with uh, create a good biofilm, uh, if you will. And, of course, the ozone gas and using the ozonated oils and uh, water 
would be helpful in order to bring those, those bacteria counts down and get a good uh, biofilm. Another thing in periodontal therapy that I want to touch on in case you see this in an office is there are some custom trays that are made. They're a little spendy, but well worthwhile. What happens is the dentist has to take an impression of your mouth and then these customized trays are made. They fit on your teeth and they have a little port on them. And you have one that goes on the top teeth and you have one that goes on the bottom. And then the portals are opened up and a tube is attached to them. And basically you just sit there and listen to some music or whatever you want to do, and they attach it to ozone gas and they ozonate the gums and the teeth. And you come back for multiple therapies while that's done, so it's not just a one-time thing, um, but it's not uncomfortable to do. And it you go in and what happens is that ozone gas is applied to the gums themselves, which absorb some of the ozone and actually carry it throughout the rest of your body. So it's not just a localized treatment, but it is in in the aspect of killing the bacteria that are right in those pockets. They're great for aphthous ulcers and for cold sores. It reduces the healing time. And of course, then the patient is sent out again with some type of ozonated oil to be used for treatment. Those ozonated oils are really good those cold sores you know anybody who's prone to a herpetic lesion um, knows how awful those can be depending on where they are you can't eat sometimes you can't talk uh, even brushing your teeth it hurts and so using the ozone gels uh, or oils would be really good for that when we're looking at some of these areas of gum line decay that ozone can be directed right in that area to kind of Uh, reverse the decay. And so there's lots of research now. Again, I I talked about um, trying to think of the guy's name that goes down to Belize. And I'll think of his name probably as we're done. But um, he has documented several different cases where there's microfractures in the tooth. So if you went in and had an ozone therapy, even if it was just in an office that used ozonated water, it would help carry some of that into those microfractures and help reduce decay rate um, that could be coming from the inside of the tooth out. And then again, if you have a sensitive tooth, you know, sometimes a tooth is sensitive at the gum line. Just even taking a deep breath in can be sensitive. You can ask someone who uses ozone therapy to direct the ozone right at the surface. Two or three minute application generally will make that tooth sensitivity down to a complete zero. So then the patient can Uh, go home with ongoing therapy by using some of the ozonated oils, but it's not something that has to be treated ongoing. Usually you'll, you'll have one treatment done and the tooth sensitivity goes away. If you needed to come back, you could and have that sensitivity dealt with a little bit more. Um, You want to look for a dentist who uses their own ozone generator. They make their water on a regular basis, like in the offices that uh, I work with. They make the ozone for the office that's going through each of the operatories so that their lines are clean and so that they're using ozonated water every day. And uh, if somebody had, let's say, a reaction to the ozone where they were breathing it in, it was a little too strong for them, and they started having a cough. Uh, then have some vitamin C available. If they chew up some vitamin C, generally that will counteract the reaction of the ozone. So it's probably not a bad idea for you to just use you know, vitamin C every day. When we're looking at 
the reactions of medications, though, where I'm looking at some stats here that says that in Germany, they used about 5.6 million ozone treatments with a point zero 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 zero. That is six zeros and one seven percent side effect with no deaths reported. And when you compare this to the U.S. and 140,000 deaths from prescription medicines in one year, there are about 1.5 million hospitalized from pharmaceutical side effects every year. Then you got to wonder why aren't more people using ozone in their practices? So if you have questions about finding a dentist that uses ozone or anything else from any of our other shows, then you can contact us through the website www.iabdm.org or you can email me directly drdawn at drdawn.net and we'll try to get questions answered for you. I know that we've had a few come through um, on some things like, you know, is there a charge for the ozone treatment? Yes, there are charges for things like the trays and of course there are charges for things like the ozone oils that you might go home with but you might find a lot of these offices just incorporate into their regular fees using the ozonated water when they're either doing surgery or when they're um, like the hygiene uh, ultrasonic scaler those would just be added benefits of being at a biological office so it's you know cost e- efficient to use, a lot less expensive than some of the prescriptions that would be used. You'll see that it is something that can be used at home, especially the oils and things like that, uh, which are a lot less expensive than using some of the antibiotic ointments and creams and very, very efficient. If you're talking about periodontal surgery, I don't I have an actual cost of what would be the difference between paying for periodontal surgery versus doing ozone, but I know most patients would prefer not having the surgery and having their gums reduced because at that point you're talking about being long in the tooth where you see more of the tooth enamel. So when you smile, you know, if we can catch you at a certain point where we can reduce those pockets and get some reattachment, which the ozone is showing promise for, But that therapy is more what I was talking about with the cannula, where you would be coming back at certain intervals. And there's some real good hope in that area where the hygienist would use that little cannula, the little metal needle, if you will, without a a point on it, and slide around the pockets. They have to go on each tooth around the gum line on the smile side, and then they have to go into the tongue side and go around each tooth and use that little, it's not a spray, but it's just a continual blast of the ozone gas and kind of bubble along all of there so that they can kill off all the bacteria in there, keep the area clean. And that's where we're seeing the biggest hopeful reattachment in tissue is people that are coming by and having those treatments done on uh, an every six-week basis or whatever. So contacting a biological office if you've got periodontal issues or if you want to use it for things like bleaching and so that you can see there are a lot of dental uses. Medical uses, the ozone is absolutely amazing. And then you want to look at things like um, Dr. Rowan's work. And, and I know with the Ebola that was, was 
here within the last year uh, using ozone was absolutely amazing. If you are interested in some different therapies that have to do with biological dentistry, I'm going to encourage you to go to my website, which is my personal website, and that's drdawn.net. And you can see a book there called Let the Tooth Be Known. It's available in paperback. It's also available as an ebook version. The ebook version is less than $5, so I don't know why you wouldn't get it and just hang out, hang around and learn more about dentistry. And it covers a lot of what we've talked about in past shows and tries to get you up to snuff about how your teeth can affect your health, whether that's periodontal health, like we just talked about with uh, increasing your risk for heart attack and stroke. I know that there's a Dr. Bale and Dunneen that are major into stroke and heart attack prevention, and one of their basic premises is that you have to have a clean mouth because that bacteria that's there is going to set you up for a heart attack or stroke. So it becomes really important. When you're talking about diabetic patient, again, there is no margin for uh us having an infection, you know, a chronic low-grade infection like periodontal disease, somebody who has gingivitis who doesn't floss their teeth and keep them clean is going to mess up a person's blood sugar. So I hope that we have stressed from different ways how important it is for you to be able to keep your mouth clean and take care of the rest of your body. So I appreciate you listening to us. I guess that's it for this week. Thank you. Thank you again for tuning in to the Tooth Body Connection. Please join your host, Dr. Don Ewing, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll talk again about a healthy mouth and a healthy body next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 